Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, what's up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for chapter 13 of the podcast. I've had to record that like 50 times because I always say episode. We've committed to the chapters thing feel like chapters go with tales i don't know why but that's what we've decided to do so we're sticking to it and it makes me record this like 50 times um this week on the podcast we have another dual guest episode we got a ton of good feedback from the sam moore and jackson richardson episode and thought you know what let's just always have threesomes we have a real treat matthew hoy Australian surfing legend. Uh, he spent 11 years on the world tour. He was credited with a W at Bells Beach. He got to ring the bell and take it home, as we learned in the podcast. Uh, we're also joined by young ripper Mikey February as he makes his debut, just days actually off his debut at Snapper Rocks this year. It's really cool to have a guy that is at the very, very beginning of his career sitting next to a guy who spent 11 years on tour in the 90s before and during the Kelly Slater era, which we talk about. This episode is brought to you by Crush Oz. We had a ton of messages come through the Instagram saying that you guys had bought um, some product from those guys, which is super rad. That goes um, a really long way into helping us keep these podcasts going. We're also brought to you by dreaded deck we shouted out in the podcast as well that is my younger brother's company and he is in business with matt hoy they make super cool uh surfboard grip decks um so they do front grip as well as the tail pads uh that's what i use when i surf even though i surf pretty terribly they're just it's just a cool brand uh, mikey wright runs it mikey february runs it matt hoy obviously runs it um and it's been copied by other brands which is i guess when you know you're doing something right so dreaded.com if you're a surfer which you probably are if you're gonna be listening to this podcast go to dreaded.com grab yourself a grip you will not be disappointed i guess just another quick little thing we have a bunch of really cool guests lined up we've already recorded two podcasts that are unreleased one is with an olympian and a good friend of mine courtney atkinson he was a triathlete for a triathlete for a lot of years and represented australia in the olympic games commonwealth games he's super intense dude and a really really nice guy he's made an interesting transition away from racing not fully but he's definitely getting more and more into the filming and photography side of the whole outdoor adventure kind of world, which is really cool. 
The second one that we have recorded that is unreleased is with Barney Miller, world adaptive surfing champion. Um, he's a, a quadriplegic that has surfed again, and he is just a, a super inspirational dude, just a great guy in general with a super positive um, outlook on life. And sitting down with him for a couple of hours and talking was very satisfying on a personal level and i'm excited for you guys to hear it so um keep the messages coming on the instagram we're always checking those out any reviews that you guys can leave on itunes is pretty important and if you only w- listen to these on itunes you can go to our facebook facebook.com slash gypsy tales podcast and you can actually watch these conversations adds a bit of a different element to it if you're into that kind of thing without any more of me talking shit Matt Hoy and Mikey February. We're on. <laughs> we're live. We're do- We're not really live. <laughs> yeah, we are. But it's recording, so it's yeah, live for it's, us. It's um, I've said that joke before. I need to get a new one. Um, this is episode... You ready for this, Matt? <laughs> Wait, I, am, I am ready. This is chapter 13. Matt Hoy, 666. <laughs> and I saved chapter 13 for the great man because I knew you'd fucking froth on it. Yeah, I fucking do. I Welcome. Really like it. Thank you very much for having us. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Dreaded Surf Deck Grip Stuff. <laughs> if you are sick of your surfboard looking like a wet handful of fucking Skittles because of all that color, go to Dreaded. Yeah. Micro texture, macro texture. Get on that shit. Black and white. Black and white. That's your options. Black <laughs> and white. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us. Randomly on Gypsy Tales, because that's how this shit works. It's Mikey February. What's happening? <laughs> Not much, mate. So, uh, got an old friend and a complete stranger, just how we like it on, on Gypsy Tales. Um, boys, the surf has been pumping. Have you been getting waves? Well, you have. Talk about Mike first. He like, got in the comp because our good old mate, Jimmy... <laughs> Oh, so you're so you're not you made it in this comp because of Jimmy yeah. Slade. Yeah, like first alternate. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. And then so you're on the tour after because of uh, Fano. Yeah, after balls, pretty so, much. So cheers, boys. Yeah, fucking stoked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what good. about old mate Jimmy? Look, let's talk about that for a bit. Because oh yeah, he carried on like a pork chop as he does. Like said. Uh, what do you say? Oh, I'm not coming because my foot and I'm riding. I do this for Michael Oh, there were so many little stories going around it, though. I mean, I think the day before he said that, fuck, I don't know, he didn't do round one, so I didn't get to surf round one. Oh, really? Yeah. There's one. So you went straight into round two? Yeah. Because he was doing the valor secrecy? Yeah. And then he, well, he messaged me and hit me up and said... He messaged you, like, straight up, personally? Yeah, on Instagram. He's like, okay, if they run round two tomorrow, then you'll be in but if they don't then he's gonna try and make his way here really and then that morning they ran the girls and then he (laughs) said he said and then he formally like uh pulled out of the event and then and then yeah i got in the next day but i heard from someone else that he was trying to get flights to come the day before they ran round two really and then he like obviously just spinned it in a different way and yeah i don't know Probably traffic trying to get from the North Shore to the to Honolulu. Traffic probably just got him because that's fucking impossible. Traffic in his head. I was all super in the dark about it. And then, bang, I see this Mikey February thing come up and I was like, who's that? Got and me then, instead. Yeah, and then Maddie's like, oh, he rides for Dreaded. And I was like, oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> fucking way better. <laughs> Here we go. So now, we're, yeah, we got you on, mate. But uh, so you, 
did you almost qualify through the world the QS then last year? Is that yeah, how it worked? Literally as close as you could get, I guess. I need to make one more heat and then the guy behind me, Pat Gadaskas, needed to make one heat. He made one heat and then lost and just went above me. I think if I made that one last heat in sunset, I would have gone maybe past like three other guys, I guess. But yep. yeah, didn't end up that way. So, but who cares? Mick, yeah. Mick's, Mick's on that wants to be on the couch, so you're in. Yeah, yeah stoked. Um, did you expect for the waves to be like just pumping the way that it was? Or would, so you were out round three, right? Or did you make it through round three? No, I lost in round three, but oh, I lost pretty badly. I mean, I needed a 3.2 and I got a three. <laughs> what do you gotta do to get a three? That's I know. Shit. Did you fall off and get a three? I did fall off, yeah. <laughs> and got a three. I needed to do like two more little turns and I fell. So did you just choke? Like you were just shitting or what? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, just because you can hear, it's pretty crazy because you can, everyone's watching and you yeah, it's a comment. fucking world too. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big commentators in your ear while you're surfing, like. Oh, you could hear that shit from yeah. the beach. Oh, yeah, nonstop, right. yeah. No way. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, yeah, I guess I choked a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, mate, you're a little And he splashed the water. I said, mate, whatever you do, don't come off a wave and splash the water because then they think you haven't got the score. Oh, so you're you just only let human. Them know. Yeah, yeah. So you got to yeah. go fuck like everyone else does. Claim oh, it. I can't no. do that. No, ever, did no you, don't ever fucking claim it, actually. Did you no. know that Matt Hoy, when he was on tour, he actually invented the claim? No Fuck way. Yeah, yeah. If you actually go through old it's tape. Terrible. Yeah, if you go through old tape, Matt Hoy invented the claim. It was fucking classic. Not many people know it. Wow. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest fucking bullshit ever. <laughs> that's true. That's uh, no. Fuck, fuck the claim. I think you should get a point taken off you every time you claim. Yeah, but well, you did it. Agreed. He did it in Brazil, so people think Brazilians <laughs> invented it, but Matt just did it in Brazil. So that's how that's how the claim started. Oh. Just followed him around, and now he fucking hates on it. Oh, I wish that. I could have seen it. Fuck, it's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no way that was that, that happened. So did you the comp? You're out in round three with a three. Um, <laughs> sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta you gotta cop it. We're drinking VBs. You have he, to you have to tease each other when you're drinking VBs. Yeah, true. But um, did, was it like a almost a blessing in disguise because you got to surf pumping waves while everyone was uh, watching? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we got the first day was pretty small, but the bank obviously got a lot better and it was really fun. Um, it's pretty gnarly when you're surfing with everyone else out there in the free surf. So it was pretty good to get it with just another guy out. I didn't even surf round one, so I didn't do it with two other guys was just straight into man on yep. man yeah yeah right have you been to the Goldie before to surf yeah I haven't been on, uh, to Kulangata or whatever yep. for like maybe four or five years it's good to be back yeah yeah nice yeah. Um, and then did you boys go and surf you said you've been surfing flat out since you've been here Matthew I've been flat out surfing yeah, yeah right. <laughs> no, 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 just every other late yeah. other every when the comp finishes, go surfing. It's been sick. And you got Pumping. it good. Yeah, I'm fucking doing all right for an old bloke. <laughs> Come How, on. How's Come that sweet, mate? I, I don't. I just walk. Just go. As soon as I, I get washed in and just walk back. Don't paddle. Yeah. Just get wave, wave, wave. Get in. Walk back. Yeah, and, that's it. And if you if you miss out on that lap, go again. That was a shit lap. Let's do another one. Just the the, the escalator. Yeah, just go in. Just 
Because sometimes you have a hell lap, you get like three good ones. Yeah. Sometimes you get none. Just go in and go, try again. Was it crowded when it got that packed. big? Yeah, right. I didn't even bother. The amount of Brazilians in Coolangatta is out it's pretty full on outrageous. Yeah. It's Rio. I was, uh, I surfed the other day and like, I don't give a fuck who's out there, whatever. And uh, I just had to laugh, but I, know I felt like a dick laughing, but this guy just got snaked by a Brazilian who was three million times better than him. Like this dude was just a, like a Tyler fucking tradie dude that's just out there having a having a lash. And um, full ripper Brazilian just snakes him. Like, oh, mate, it was probably going over the falls anyway. <laughs> and the guy just like hits the water, goes go back to fucking say Paulo and I just <laughs> lost it eh? it was like the best thing I've ever seen in the ocean and I was like mate this dude shreds so much harder than you don't fuck with the labourers though mate the workers rule yeah but that dude builders bodies they'll fuck you up I don't know man the old, all the Brazilians they just do jujitsu and surf so I don't know who you want to fuck with well true old tradie or fucking Brazilian jujitsu ninja surfer I think it'd be a good fight you could, yeah, on the beach, boards included yeah, too. No boards, just fucking game on. Bricks, <laughs> bricks and all. Bricks and mortar. Who's going to fucking win? <laughs> oh, fuck. So you've thrown me for a loop, mate. I had like, I had questions. Uh, first time ever, I wrote some shit can I down. Can VB, please, Matthew? Yep, yep, we can. Beer on. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, see? So, um, <laughs> wrote down some actual questions, but it's just going to be weird now because we got two guests. Oh, we no. got two people on, so it's just all fucked. It's all fucked up now. No, it's all good. Just ask us both the same question and see how we answer it. So, are you in a uh, relationship? Yep. <laughs> with, with Matt, <laughs> with your brother. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there's not. It's all live here <laughs> on the podcast. Um, what was I going to say, mate? We're all fuck. Oh, how good's that sound? I know. On, the on a Friday, Arvo, how good's it? Friday, Friday the 13th. No, it's, he said it was the 13th. It's the 15th, you uh, fucking No, weird. I know, but this is the 13th oh, podcast. Yeah, right. I saved it for you. Yeah, Because I knew you'd enjoy it. Yeah, I do. I am. Mate, so let's just let's just get right into it. We don't have too much time. You're a busy bloke these days. Plenty of time. It's hard to lock it like that. Come on, mate. I'm being dramatic. <laughs> Want to make it out like you got a schedule these days? <laughs> My work ethic is fucked. No, it's not. Look at you. You're super presentable. Don't you have some surfboards of shape or something? Uh, How's that going, Matt? Matt Hoy Surf Shape Designs. It's going really slow. Is that because of you or because of customers? Both. Yeah, okay. So you've got to have customers to be you. What's that? You've you got to have people want your boards. So yeah, yeah. Otherwise, why shape? <laughs> <laughs> just shape exactly, just shape. Yeah, it sits there and go, well, fuck, what did I do that for? Do you still have the get where you're given rule? Yep. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I, no, no, no numbers on the bottom. Nothing. We can go into something right now. But Let's do it. Fuck leaderage. What's leaderage? Oh, how about yeah, 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 shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the yeah. biggest lie in surfing. Can we get this out there right now? Right. It is the floor is yours. Oh my god, just because this is the only stage I can ever fucking put it on. So I might as well do it right here with you. <laughs> yeah, Chase, it's perfect. Leaderage is full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what's the What's the argument behind it? Because I own a shape machine, right? So yep. the the leaderage comes off the machine. You put it in. And it says the leaderage off a of pre-shape. Yeah. Put it in, it comes off the machine as that. Yeah. You, you end up shaving it, put channels, glass it, put fins in it. The leaderage is totally gone. 
as soon as you touch it, the leverage is gone. Oh, righto. So, so like it comes you're off the, it comes off the machine as the perfect. So leverage. the blank is the leverage, yeah. but then it's then you fix the blank up and put like swallowtails, swallowtails, yep. whatever you do to it after it, and then put glass on it and fins in it and fin boxes and spray it and put stickers on it. So the leverage is fucking gone. Yeah, as out of soon the as you touch it. Is that so the... It's the most full of shit thing ever in surfing. Messes with you, yeah. Oh, fuck, I hate it. Uh, oh, what leaderage is that? I was like, fuck the leaderage. <laughs> Does it catch waves or not? Exactly. Is that, is that the measure? Well, that's what they say. They say, oh, you need this leaderage for your weight. Did it? Fuck off. Leaderage, is, it's a lie. And then the thing that I've found too, not that I know... Got it out. Good on you. <laughs> and look, mate, we'll turn that into just a standalone Instagram for you so you can blast it. But what I've found too is like you could have a say like a 32 litre surfboard. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll direct this question to the, young, the younger. But like, if, it's like you won't have a fucking clue either. You just on a new board. It's going to go. But it's here. where the way, it's where the, like the wide point is, right? So like if you've got that width of the board is up closer to the nose, doesn't it sort of not matter what the leaderage is? Because it's actually going to like get you in a little bit better if that it's wider at the front. Is that right or no? Depends, I reckon. I mean, it'd probably get you in better, like catch waves and stuff, but yep. I don't know when you're up and riding. And yeah, okay. See, I'm just all about different. catching waves. <laughs> I, don't the, I don't know about the surfing them yet. <laughs> but that's what it's all about, catching waves. Because all I want to do. I want yeah, a board, true. like for me as an average shit surfer, I want a board that can just get in super easy. That's all I want. Well, and I reckon that... that from what I've surfed, it doesn't necessarily matter the leader. It's just like where the wide point is on what, the board. What was that? What? Doesn't matter what the leaderage is. Yeah. I said, so. fuck leaderage. I don't want to hear it again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're done. So let's talk. No, but I'm, all I'm saying, all you do is paddle in surfing. Yeah. It's all you do. You paddle for an hour and a half. You ride away for 30 seconds. Yeah. Not even. If you ride away for 30 seconds, it's like the longest wave of your life. Yeah. Unless all you're you a KS wave co. Well, that's only one every seven minutes. That's yeah, a wake too. <laughs> Jesus. He's got, that, that wave pool is outdated already. You reckon? 100%. I still want to ride today. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> there's no fucking way I'm getting an invite. Oh. You might, because you took your spot. Maybe, oh, there's a, there's maybe, a maybe, maybe yeah. Kelly or Dog maybe, on that one event. Maybe just like, nah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> be like, nah, I kind of want to surf this one. Yeah, you took my spot at, at the Quickie Pro. I'll take this one off him. Oh, I know, I'll get in. <laughs> it was the... Um, I'll take 10%. I'll take... 70 seconds of your waves it was um, so you knocked out Medina didn't you no nah, Wilco that Wilco. was other Mikey Wilco. ah okay so Mikey knocked out uh, John John in round 2 and then Medina and then you knocked out Wilco Wilco oh Wilco's a mate of mine and he needed 3.2 to knock out nah. GM, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we've got, we've gone down that road oh that's classic yeah no Wilco just didn't seem like he had that much in this year's comp for whatever reason yeah I guess I don't know I didn't watch his first round heat but it was super slow when we were surfing yeah I think all the heats that day were just like if you get the wave you're kind of making it you don't have to do much just surf it but just not fall off yeah when you chase it a (laughs) 3.2 so what (laughs) uh, how did how did you find yourself Matthew I've been I thinking still haven't like, found myself. Well, you've kind of you found yourself enough to get to this point where you're on a podcast and people want to hear about you surfing. So you found yourself that and that much. How did you find yourself being like the mentor to these kind of countercultury sort of dudes like Mikey and Ando? How does that happen, mate? 
Are you are you, the, are you like the bad influence on them or are you the good influence on 100% them? Hundred percent the bad influence. But that's what I'm saying. So like you get these dudes, if you right? Good at, if you say I'm the good influence, I'll quit. Yeah, you'd be offered. <laughs> They're like, I'm out. so you went, so you went on. You had ten years on tour. And eleven. You, eleven. Eleven. You're a fucking terror, which yeah. you, which you just are, which yeah. is your deal, which is yeah. nice. That's why we love you. But then you kind of like. How did surfing change in those 11 years that you are on tour? Because you didn't change. Like, you didn't want to conform to it, you know what I mean? So how did surfing change to those 11 years? Fuck, this is going to be... No, nah, come on. Fucking your mate Jimmy changed the sport. Is that what happened, you reckon? Oh, 100%, I reckon. But before I went on, they were pretty professional. They were doing the right thing. So who was, who was your your era when you were on tour because I'm not a surf junkie buff dude that knows that shit who I did the tour with well like who was kind of top dogs when you jumped oh, on tour I was with Curran Oki Tom Carroll Martin Potter MR I served a heat against MR and I served against a heat against Sean Thompson fuck that's sick fuck mental they're my heroes when I went on tour I went on tour going mate this is going to be the best thing ever though my heroes are going this is going to be sick yeah I looked up to these guys my whole life then went on tour and they were kind of like a bunch of fuckwits. I was like, fuck you guys. Just super serious? They were or? just like, wanted, just so competitive and just wanted to win everything and like make make you belittle, belittle you. Is that yeah. the right? And I was like, fuck, this is, these guys, these guys are dickheads. So actually. I guess. Oh, well, you're still my heroes, but you're fuckwits. Well, so, I can definitely relate to that in terms when, of like meeting people that are your idols and then they just turn out to be fucking yeah. kicks and you're just like, ah, oh, that sucks. I just, yeah. I just had all these posters yeah, in Yeah, exactly. But then we went and just did what we did and we changed them. We bring I this up, bro. Well, we changed them yep. into being normal people. We went, what the fuck? Why are you being fuckwits? This is the best thing you could ever do in your whole life. Yeah. Nothing gets better than what we're doing and what you do and you show me what to do. And they, they actually, and now they're all pretty much my best friends. Yeah. So it was just that initial thing of them just being like hyper competitive. Well, yeah, just competitive and just didn't want to show the Groms. It was, it was, it's about surfing when we grew up. All the, the elders ruled. Yeah. And that's what they did. They just, and they were the biggest elders. They were the best surfers in the world. And when I grew up, even not the best servers in the world, they ruled. You know, they respect your elders. And they if you didn't, they'd slap you about. And that's what they did when we got on tour. And I didn't realise that too. I was like, oh, I thought they were going to... Like you just thought it'd be like one of them. Yeah, no, well, not one, no chance I thought it was going to be one of them. But I thought they were going to be like, you know... Stoked for you. Yeah, yeah, but they just were like, fuck, I'm going to hammer you, kid. I was like, all right then. Fucking game on, motherfuckers. And then so... How but they're fucking legends. I love them all. Like I, I tell, I say it to them all the time. Yeah. Fuck you, the biggest bunch of fucking. And they go, yep, fucking oats we were. Yeah, they're legends. Though. They're the nicest humans in the world, and they just like I had the utmost respect for all of them because they, they paved the way for what we're doing now, what Mikey's doing, and everyone's yeah. doing now. So. And then what? What makes off. you think that Jimmy changed it? Well, he came on with his fucking posse, and he changed everything. He brought like sh- like different surfboards and everyone went, oh, we're going to do that. And then they went, oh, like, I don't know. He just brought a whole different... He come on and said, oh, how bad the, the surfing was on tour. That's his comment. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no worries, mate, because you're fucking Jimmy. Do whatever you want. Say whatever you want. And yeah, he, oh, he changed everything. He changed, he changed the way our boards were ridden. He changed the way the boards were shaped. He, he went 
long and thin and narrow. And then he, he did, he's done it a few times. Then he went short and thick back in the day. He's changed everything, mate. Everyone just goes, <laughs> whatever. I, I don't think people even realise there's professional surfing before fucking Jimmy. Yeah, well, definitely, like, he was the guy. Well, I guess was it, like, probably Led Hamilton and maybe those dudes were, like, the first mainstream surfers. Tom Curran was, like, kind of mainstream, but no one was took it to the level that Slater did. And oh, then, for sure. Because I think when maybe, I mean, again, I'm not a fucking surf history buff, but when you get a rivalry like AI and Kelly and then they're two totally different dudes, like that's probably what pushed surfing into, I guess, like the modern era of surfing in a way. I think Jimmy being on Baywatch, <laughs> that's where we get his name from, your fucking mate Jimmy. Because his name was Jimmy Slade. That's what made him. That's what made surfing more famous than anything. He went everywhere, and yeah, he was on right. there as a professional surfer, as an actor on Baywatch. I've still never seen an episode of Neither. that. Have you seen one? No, I haven't, dude. I should go there. <laughs> Bring it up. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we don't have the technology right now, but I wish we did. Because well, I, I want to know what Mikey thinks about that too. Because yeah, like what's it? Because how old are you? I'm 24. So what's your like first memories of? watching professional surfing oh well for me it's a bit different i guess you know growing up in south africa yeah you know here surfing's everywhere but there it's like what I mean, part of, what part did you grow up in cape town yeah yeah and i mean durban and stuff i think there's a little bit more surf culture and obviously j band stuff but i don't know the the whole industry and everything's pretty small so and also my parents like my dad he just started surfing before i was born and he kind of Frothed out on it when I was still learning and that, so we didn't really get to see too much, but except for like the mainstream magazines and yep. all the videos and stuff I got, so it was pretty much just Kelly and then when I was growing up, like Parker and those guys, you know, I didn't really know too much about anyone else outside of that, so. Is that a good thing now, do you think, than say a kid that might have just been exposed to it, like flat, like you look at a dude like Kolohe who's just been, like, bred to be a professional surfer. Yeah. Like, I don't know Kolohe at all, but you've just got to think that the natural human instinct of, like, doing something for so long and being exposed to something for so long, you'd get tired of it quicker than someone that didn't. So is it almost like, is it an advantage, do you reckon, now? Like, are you sort of frothing more than most dudes or or it, you just sort of don't know any different? Oh, I think it's a little bit different for me because, I don't know, I guess for people like Kaloe, they were around it like non-stop and I guess when I was growing up I saw all of that but then now as I'm growing up I'm kind of almost like being more exposed to like the history and stuff and kind of getting a little bit more educated on it like besides just contests and stuff and yeah you know so I'm kind of getting to like experience it all kind of for the first time but being a little bit older so a little bit of a different appreciation for it I think yeah because I think that like you definitely find people that find shit later in life and they'll carry it on for a lot longer than a dude that was just literally yeah. out of the womb surfing, you know what I mean? Oh, just because they've been living longer and get to, like, experience shit for a yep. lot, you know? Have you seen people come and go, Hoy, that were just, like, full, that's super contest rat, and then they yeah. just kind of fizzled out of it all? Yeah, Nick Wood's a perfect example. <clears throat> Excuse me. From Merrow, the Nicky Wood, man, he, he grew up the whole time. He won everything, and then... Oh, he's legend, like one of my heroes too, but he just got pushed that hard and wanted. they thought he's next world champion. But 
he just burnt out. He was over it. He'd had enough. Yeah. Everyone, every surfing's like it's it's like a soccer dad these days. You know. Yeah, yeah. They, everyone expects their kid to be the next world champ, and the people paying them money, and they, it's all put in front of them. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like it's crazy. Who, yeah. And their parents and everyone just expects yeah. so much from the yeah. surfing world. Like, yeah. you know, my kid's like the next best thing. You know, like see them around people like brands and stuff and they yeah just it's I don't know it's a little bit odd man. what Are shit you, yeah isn't it yeah. I hate seeing it yeah for but sure they're, so they're like soccer you know soccer dads on yeah, the sideline yeah. they're exactly like that think that like Mikey said they're going to be the next world champ and they, they expect it's, everything oh, out of the brand so yeah. much yeah and, and someone else gives them something and they go oh we're gone yeah we'll there's like that. you get that uh, entitlement almost eh? like you should just because you're doing this or that then yeah. you should get free boards you should have a travel deal you should get whatever you sort of want out of it yeah it's shit and they'll take everything they'll bar people and, and they're disrespectful groms too you know if you're given everything you don't you don't get taught how to earn it yeah you yeah, well, it's mean? not like a fight to get no, stuff. They, you know it's mean? all it's all there, and it's like a spoon. You just don't enjoy it for the right reasons, yeah. I guess, as well. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's surfing. It's not all that other stuff yeah. anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're gonna you're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, do it for the right reasons. That's the best thing about surfing. You get, we're all gonna do it anyway. Yeah. You, might, yeah. you might be the best in the world, but you'd still do it if you weren't. Well, that's yeah. what I've always said. Like, especially with motocross, like the background that that we've come from is like. I don't think I think it's different in surfing because of the like the waves that you can get into as like a bigger dude like a stand up barrel at pipe is just going to be a different experience to like what I can get at Greenmount you know what I mean but in terms of the feeling of like when you paddle and stand up and you go down the line and you do a turn like every surfer's relatively getting the same kind of feeling out of surfing and then that's why you go back so it's like we're all like you said we're all doing it we're all getting the same kind of thing out of it some dudes are just doing it for a living almost well not almost some dudes are just doing it for a living yeah literally am so what was um, but what you're saying about that feeling you're getting when you're going down the line imagine standing in a 10 foot barrel of pot yeah I know me either (laughs) I'd love to fucking know that feeling I was watch it and go fuck that must feel sick you would have done you would have surfed pipe and all that I was hopeless out there just not not the gnarliest wave in the world and what I watch the boys do out there is I'd freak out how far has that side of the sport come these days because like you look I watch a dude like John and there was a movie that he did with Blake Courtney or whatever his name is Blake Vincent that dude's my favourite cinematographer like being a cinematographer myself that dude's a fucking G and when he did that film I think it was done that did you remember that done thing that John John did it was like just a 20 minute iTunes yeah and he did that like that Tahiti segment and he just drops in no doesn't grab the rail he's on his back end and like this the way that he pulls in and then just stands up and it's just like this super calm and you're just like fuck off like that is to me is like a whole nother level exactly that's what you're saying it's a whole imagine that feeling Oh no, I can't. I well, can't even come exactly. close to it. Me, you know? I, like I don't. I've never had that feeling. Really, yeah. I've had a couple. Like fuck, it's the best feeling in the world. And you push yourself to that limit and go, "Whoa, I want to do that." But what they do is mental. Yeah. And how they surf it like a beach break. Yeah. They treat it like it's nothing. That's, no, it's that's what blows me away. Like I, was, I was shit myself when it's six foot. They like ten foot is just going. No worries. Well, that's like some of the turns that John was doing at sunset this year. 
Oh, and last you, year at uh, Margaret River. Yeah, Margaret oh, River. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. You're just so like, good. the fuck are you doing? Like, if you get caught in that lip, it's oh, like, it looks like he's surfing like a two foot wave, yeah, just like overpowering it. Yeah. Like. So that's what they've got that thing. That I think they, it's just wherever you're from and what you grew yeah. up, or where you grew up and what you grew up surfing. Because, I mean, there's yeah. guys in, in Hawaii that will surf 10 times better than any guy who's like on the. CT or QS but it's just because they grow up there and they're so comfortable yeah. with it like you know they know what's going yeah, on yeah. and I mean same as probably some Brazilian in Brazil you know any two foot wave they'll probably you know like <laughs> well that's like yeah you well like Toledo but you're right you're right when yeah. when you when you stay in Hawaii for two months and the end you're oh, you comfortable come back and you're like fucking anything yeah but you're comfortable with what you're dealing with and yeah. they live there and they grow up there so they just they that's the how they that's how it is. You used to. Oh, yeah, like it's hard, mate. Yeah. I love it. Those guys are like, that's the like the epicenter of surfing, really. Hawaii. Hawaii's, Hawaii's it's still the proving ground. Yeah. Everyone says, oh, where else? Nah. Go to Hawaii and yeah. man up. It's the spot to do it, and they do it. Well, there's this kid, I can't remember his name, but I started following him on Instagram. You might know I'm talking about. He just got this fucking barrel at Pipe. And it was like, well, I think they entered it in like wave of the winter and he was just like a, just a so bro, wrong. just a bro. And he was just out, he just knows all the boys and like he got a legit monster out there and he just got spat out of this thing and he just stood there and then like surf line and everyone was tagging him. Just a nobody, just a full nobody that, but he knows all the boys. Like you can yeah. kind of, you know, you know by his Instagram that he, he knows the dudes. But like just a full G, and like that's what you're saying. Like, dude just grows up in pipeline. He's no one, and he just sends it. Oh, they they, they charge. They, like they treat it like it's a beachy. That's that's what blows me away. Yeah. Okay, I'm shit myself. Pipes the gnarliest wave in the world. Yeah, I reckon. I've been everywhere, and that fucking scares the shit out of me. What what Every is time. it about it? It's just unpredictable. Yeah, too. right. It's not it's not a perfect reef break. I mean, it gets perfect. Yeah, hundred percent. It gets unbelievable. But it's just unpredictable. Oh, just so many elements there. Yeah, the people. Yeah, everything power, about it. Yeah. Right. Take that. Right. When was when was so your first nice. time surfing it? Uh, I went there maybe when I was around maybe 19 or so. Yeah. I mean, all my mates and stuff used to go when they were younger. But but then this year we had the trials, which was pretty sick. I got to surf there with three other guys out, which was pretty good. Didn't how get, how much um, quicker can you learn the wave? when it's just those couple dudes out there like are you actively sort of learning as you go when you're in a heat out there it depends if you with like some local boys then it's a lot easier because you can see they just know what's going on but if it's you and a bunch of like international guys from wherever you know just everyone's kind of like, like headless chickens just like paddling for everything and you know you kind of um yeah i guess when you with the local boys you can get used to it a little bit better yeah, well, that's, what, that's one thing I've, you, you see in, like, the surf films and stuff when John's out there and it's just, like, a free surf. And there's, like, 40 dudes and they're not no. even looking at the wave that he gets. And it's, yeah. like... No, not 40. 140. Yeah, but, like, on the peak where he's yeah. at, like, all those dudes are kind of in the spot for that wave. They're all paddling towards the horizon and then John just does the old swivel and just yeah. gets, like, the craziest shit you've ever seen and you're like, man, that wasn't even on their radar. Yeah, so that, that goes... Yeah, that goes to show... The local knowledge of like what's going to do what out there. Yeah, 100%. Fuck. And he positions himself so good. Like anyone else will like paddle so hard into it, like sketches take off ever, but he just like in the right place, right time, just like two, two strokes and just like <laughs> perfect. 
Tim Taylor, exactly. Out, yeah. They sit, though. Everyone else, like you said, everyone else paddles out the back. Yeah. They just sit. They yeah. know what it's not going to break. And they just yeah. say, I'm, I'm sweet here. Everyone's well, I wonder, scratching for the horizon. They just go, nah, nah, nah. I'm just going to sit here and I've got this way. Yeah, well, that's what... And that's fucking balls. Dude, big time balls. Major balls. Because <laughs> I'm like, fuck that. I'm out of here. Yeah, sue you. Paddling wide. <laughs> 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 I'm like fucking... 200 meters wider and they're just like yeah I'm going fucking I'm going back door but that's what the the math of dudes out and waves ridden doesn't add up a pipeline probably more than anywhere else in the world like the number of people that are in the lineup versus the number of waves that get successfully ridden you're like the fuck are these dudes doing out there like are they camping the night are they still like are they some, sleeping there some people shouldn't be out there it should be like a black run in the snow no, you can't go there. Yeah. Some ways, a, a lot of spots in the world should be like that. So, yeah. no, 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 you can't surf there because you're not up to the ability. Yeah. They've got to do it because it's happening and people are getting hurt because of that. Well, that's and like dying. Well, when the big wave stuff first started going with jet skis, it was well, just like. Well, that's happening with the big wave stuff. Pa- yep. People are paddling out with no. Because yeah. all the big wave dudes have got like a full backup, they pay for their jet ski riders their filmers and everything and then and some they, nobody just yeah, comes along and, and they have to rescue them yeah, yeah. Save them, yeah. and they're not paying that's what they're blowing up about I, I agree you should not be allowed out no go fucking stop what? It's not, it's, you're not up to this actually yeah. <laughs> sorry to tell you <laughs> <laughs> fuck off <laughs> <laughs> but you can see that no. shit like even when I'm in LA surfing as soon as it gets overhead high it's fucking ghost town like there's just not that many dudes that are good at surfing but then yeah. you get those like Yahoo dudes that are just like yeah I'll fucking go charge Mavericks <laughs> and you're just like yeah, oh, no way how good's that sound is this podcast sponsored by VB fuck I wish I, you know wish, this? I, I wish I was sponsored by VB I want to I got two things in my life I'd really like to do be sponsored by VB so I'll get it for free and I want to host Rage Dude, you could host Rage. Such a fucking... I watch it every Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday night anyway. So I just want to... You know what Rage is? No. It's a late night... Rage, Rage! It's a late night music channel. Yeah? I just sit up by myself. Sick. (laughs) (laughs) They just play the weirdest shit. If you got a good... I know. Exactly. If they got a good uh, host, they play hell music. Yeah. Who who hosts? Is it always artists or is it random dudes as well? No, no, it's always artists. Artists, yeah. Fuck, how do we get you in on it? Oh, fuck, I want to. I've been asking for years. They're still barming. <laughs> <laughs> I've been asking to get one of my BB for years too, but I'm still... So still, like, why would we no, sponsor you, mate? Oh. We'd lose 30% of our revenue. <laughs> yeah, fucking 100%. <laughs> they should... 100% I, I agree What did you know Of Matt Hoy Before you got on Dreaded How did the whole Dreaded thing happen uh, <laughs> <laughs> So this is a good story Well it's, I want to hear it Oh I don't know I guess Fuck it was pretty recent It was um, Hey pull this India Mikey um, Yeah I guess I'm, I mean I knew a lot Through Wade and Mikey Like just starting To hang out with them Over the last couple of years And stuff And Um yeah, we were at the Quickie Pro. I think it was like the opening party last year before the Connie started. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Just to get the sun out of your eyes. Oh, cheers. <laughs> get a fucking curtain, mate. That's what I've been saying. You just like people to watch, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, so we're at Quickie Pro. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just with all the boys and... Uh, 
had a couple mm-hmm. of beers and that and went out one night and I'm <laughs> ran into her and met him there and it was a pretty good night yeah and and then started talking about dreaded in that and uh, Mikey was there and waiter and all that and yeah just from there just kind of signed the deal right there and then and then yeah. Ink, inked it in blood <laughs> did the old did the old blood handshake and wow, fucking away we go right. couple knuckles fucking 100% on Oh, because it's pretty random. Little kid from South yeah. Africa meeting old Matthew Hoy in a fucking bar. Like most people would be scared not signing a sports deal. <laughs> I know. It's the first time I met him. Man. <laughs> Crazy. First time he met me, signed. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Two hours that, later. Really? No, really? Literally, like one hour later, I was on David. <laughs> <laughs> already, you just like woke up for a surf in the morning. That was already on your board. <laughs> it was like that awkward, like you know, you're a little bit hungover. You're like. You know, remember what we spoke about last night? But Did you really do this? Yeah, I was like, I wanted, like, I'm, I was serious about it, and, and Hoya was also, so, yeah, all worked out. Part yeah. of the fam. Yeah, crazy. Sam actually bought a grip from a local fucking surf store. Yeah. Really? Yeah, like, in the in the, um, in the bag. In the bag. Really? Yeah. That's what he told us on the trip here. So we did our deal on the drive here, so we're all sorted. <laughs> Got no money to pay him, but he's on. Just oh, commit. Yeah. <laughs> nah, do some kind of like contingency where if like you don't score over three points, and then you fucking don't get your check for the month. Oh, I don't know if that'll be good for me. Curtains, yeah, this son's a shocker, isn't it? Just put something there, would you? Where's he gone? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> where's Fev going? Get the hell is out of here, mate. Uh, Let's put a helmet there. <laughs> put Pricey's helmet there. Uh, where? Just like the sun. Yeah, what the fuck? There's a curtain on the other window. <laughs> we don't it? normally do them at five in, in the Arvo. This is out. This is out. Scotted normal scheduled programming. Oh, fucking. You, you're good. You got the back to us, and Mikey's got a coup. No, I always got to do this. No. Nah, you can sit down. Just yeah, chuck your sunnies on. There no, you go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You legitimately look like a musician, not a surfer right now. <laughs> Especially when I'm wearing this hat. Yeah, yeah. we're in the Akuma. You could be playing some kind of like Falls Festival or some like reggae and blues fest or something. <laughs> Mikey watches play music the other night. We fuck that. I wish I could play music. Fuck, Fuck so do I. Why don't you join uh, Connor Coffin? Get in a band with him. Do vocals for him. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Banana Boat, I heard that's out. Is it? Yeah, they what? said that that's the worst sunscreen ever. Really? So you're not sponsoring us. Did, you have, no. did Kelly tell you that? <laughs> My mate, Jimmy. If he said it was the worst, I'd use it. <laughs> Uh, let's talk. Let's let's talk about. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard banana boats out. They went. That's the worst sunscreen ever. So why? I don't know. Why do you end up as this guy that's like mentor and Ando, Mikey Wright? You got the. I'm not. Yeah, but no, I'm not. They gravitate no. towards you. No, thank you. What do you mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone keeps saying. Oh, <clears throat> you know, you know it's not like it's a formal thing. Like you're not Micro's fucking Surf Academy, but like these. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but like. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying you're standing there whistling out the back for them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. You're not whistling out the back and all that shit. But like the boys enjoy being <laughs> Mikey's getting pumped. <laughs> for those just listening to the podcast on iTunes, Mikey February is getting fucking pumped by the sun. So that's why all this hoopla <laughs> is happening. 
He's got an Akubra bro- block in a shade and Hoy's trying to be a human billboard. Standing up and sitting down. <laughs> no, don't worry. Um, yeah. It's fucking hot. So what, yeah, what are the boys? The boys, you know, you're like, you're in Ando's surf movie. Your bloody Mikey Wright is Matt Hoy 2.0, the reincarnation <laughs> of the fucking, the terror. So what's, what's, what's doing? Well, not much. But I dislike them. You know, <laughs> they're good blokes, and I want to help them out as much as I can. But I've got nothing to do with what they do. Yeah, they're, no, they're, they're, you're not claiming it, but I think it's just cool that you've got these guys that are sort of they gravitate towards you as like it's you know that respect your elders well, kind maybe, of culture. Maybe I gravitate towards them. Maybe true. Yeah, there you go. So that, that might be that because <laughs> they're good kids, and you know what? And I try to help my mates and do the best I can from it. Everyone's going, oh, it's like Mikey, but I agree. I, I'm stoked because. Mikey Wright especially is like me I always say that he's like <laughs> yeah. me when he's on a kid I was like fuck yeah this is sick do it mate just do be yourself and yeah. and rip in and just who gives a fuck really like what people think of you and what you do it's what it's about you being respectful and being an individual yeah besides besides just going and doing what everyone else wants you to do just be yourself mate that's, a, that's what that's what's life about really you got to be yourself, otherwise you're lying to yourself. And does that make any sense? No, it does. Oh, but sure. <laughs> so why did that not become the norm in surfing? Ah, oh, because everyone like it goes back to the soccer dads. Everyone wants their child to be a, like a professional surfer these days. Yeah, it's not like what it used to be. We I, no one thought we were going to be professional surfers when we grew up. Yeah. Like we were so lucky to do what we did. But now they're just pushing it. You've got to be like this. You've got to do this. You've got to do this. Everyone's on the same boards. Everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's doing the same turn. And I think the whole thing about professional serving, everyone's, they judge it like that. Yeah. So everyone's got to do it. You've got to be different. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. I think the individuality is taken out of the sport. That's my point. And then, but you see Mikey and Mikey come back into it and go, oh, I've got my own flair on this. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you go whoa and people go well that's what I wanted to see something different yeah and that's the thing like that's what's crazy to me is that when you do get a guy that comes and is outside the box like a Mikey the dude's a fucking hero like yeah. unanimously voted the hero yeah. so it's like why doesn't everybody do that I don't Cause, know because they're not like him they yeah. can't do that but everyone's individual in their own way you know what I mean or do you think that or do you think that people have been conditioned for so long to be that you know that clean cut kid that they just end up not knowing how to be anything else yep I think it's pushed some guys away you know like the guys who have maybe gone into like free surfing and stuff who've you know potentially could have done contests and stuff but I guess the whole athlete and all that sort of vibe that kind of just threw them off and they kind of wanted to get away from it like I reckon there's a good couple of guys who could have been doing contests but they just well look at Dane Reynolds he's a good example of yeah no you know, just the way, yeah yeah exactly I mean even all Creed used to do contests yeah. and he was like ripping and doing so good but I think the whole you know the athlete aspect of it and stuff just kind of made maybe not freak them out but just kind of push them away but then I see I that I think it's the judging thing they don't want to be judged yeah but see I think that there's a thing too and like I don't know like uh, Dion Agus or that that little crew of dudes right but then don't I, mention his name please but I look at that and I think he that he ripped our grip off yeah no they, they did Octop- Octopussy stole a lot of shit um, zip it <laughs> but um, 
the the whole thing like when I look at their crew I'm like they're, they're like so similar that they're it, that it's like they're trying to be this counterculture thing of um, like oh we don't want to be the contest we don't want to do this but then they sort of all look the same and it's like it's Maddie's fucking drilling here they've got some time improvements going on oh, we'll just pause for a sec while Maddie drills <laughs> what the fuck other side mate it's the wrong side <laughs> yeah other side <laughs> my god welcome to fucking dreaded I know we're going places (laughs) he's a fucking chippy too (laughs) he's just drilling into the concrete he's an actual like chippy like a builder like a builder oh okay Uh and he's doing it the wrong side imagine fucking getting work at his house I'll pay you a thousand bucks a day fuck he did it the wrong side motherfucker <laughs> That's what she said. What do you want it? Well, oh yeah, in the butthole. In the in the boom. It'll be going up fifteen minutes. Yeah. Oh, no. Mikey's fucking blinded by the light. He's copping it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nah. Oh, there you go. Right. Nah, Maddie's got it. We're on. Oh no, I'm out. Fucking Nova Countryans. Oh, there we go. Yeah, you're on, mate. See? You <laughs> can take this thing off. <laughs> That's Mikey's. How's the fucking, oh, how's the tins we got going on? It's got a collection. That's oh, good. Getting into some real shit. There my brothers. Yeah, boys. Thank you. That's got to be a bit better or what? Can you see us? Yeah. Let me know if you Let me know if you need anything. Job's, yeah, done, yeah, yeah, Job's done at your house. I'll be there. I'd just like to take a second to thank Matthew McElpine's trade services. Um, but yeah, so you look at, I, I would look at those movies that those dudes were in and I'm like, you're a, you're trying to be the anti-athlete thing, but now you all just put yourself in this little hipster box and you all look the same and you're all wearing these polo shirts and you're all like, so they sort of were trying to not do one thing, but then they ended up, being the same thing but in Some a different way and I'm just like there's no individuality in what you guys are doing either and then but that's where I think Mikey has carved it like using him as an example Ando is the same like they do have their own style yeah. so I think is it just fucking hard to have your own style uh, fuck no way definitely not I don't know. Fuck, no Mikey's the you perfect do. example what's Mikey's oh, style yeah, explain oh I've never God. even seen the dude surf for real <laughs> <laughs> Steve. Are you solely? Yeah, I don't no, know. Mom's kind of just go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but you got your own style. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I don't know. When I was younger, I used to try and like, I won't lie, like try and be like everyone that you looked up to and stuff. But I guess I was just too tall and lanky to do all that stuff. And yeah. But you have your own style. And it's Steve and you crew, you're, like it's cruisy style, but still doing everything you do. And like Mikey's the other way, he's an f- animal. Just a fucking hacker. Yeah, it's yeah. a diff- like different style, but he's got his own style. Yeah. Like when you look at all the people on the tour, not write him off about their servant at all, but they're all sort of doing the same shit. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Like, mix but it they, up. Again, that, but I that think could it's because come down of the, to the judging. judging. 100%. Because yeah. yeah. they want to see it. They, I'll mix it up. They say routine. And I saw it at J-Bay last year. I watched the whole comp. I went, 
they were all doing a live act snap, getting the score for it. They were all doing the drop wallet, man. Yeah. And they sort of the same ways. I was like, fuck this. But I mean, Mikey does it. I guess it's like, you know, he has a different style, but he, whatever he's got, he kind of just, you know, makes it work for with the judges and stuff like that, you know? You know what But they works. weren't even judging him right, I reckon. Yeah. He smoked John John, sorry to say. Oh, and Gabrielle. They should have yeah. both been comboed. And they let him back in the door. Like they, they let the opportunity back to them. Yeah. It was my call, but whatever. I'm a bit blatant. I mean, still well, you fucking it's Matt Hoy's Surf Academy. Well, like of <laughs> yeah. course you're gonna say that about you guys. Fuck, it's not really working for me. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Hoy's Surf Academy That would be Fucking hilarious That would be a tr- That would be a coach I would want We'd have a good time Fuck yeah It'd be fun Well it's called The Dream Tour mate I said that My best coaching advice Was to Steph Gilmore I said to her one night We're at the Rattlesnake Actually and I said Fuck those cunts <laughs> <laughs> That was my advice To her went Best advice I've ever had. <laughs> did she win the world title that yes. year? <laughs> she probably did. She won the comp the next day. Sick. Uh, dude, that's... Uh, Sorry to say. No, nah, you can say whatever you want, mate. Oh. doesn't matter. Sponsored by Dreaded, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, cunt, cunt, cunt. Old Steph, <laughs> dude. The way she surfs is so sick. Like, her watching her... She's a chick that you can really enjoy watching. You can't... Not to be a dick... <laughs> But there's not many sports where you can watch chicks and like really enjoy the technique, the flow, the way that they're sort of surfing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Yeah. style. I think it's hard to have that style when you compare it back to that against men's. But like surfing is an arena where a chick can really have a a style that you can appreciate, you know what I mean? Like across all genders. No, definitely. She's definitely... I mean, by far. I mean, even compared to some of the male surfers, I guess. Oh, like, I agree, hundred percent. You know, I'd rather watch her oh. probably than all of them, I guess. Yeah, know? like watching her at J Bay is just crazy. Oh, kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> she, I don't even think she's ever surfed no. J Bay before. No. Really? Yeah, no. I think this year will be. Was surely she's surfed no. it though in like free surfs and no, stuff. No. Never, 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 never been there. Oh, I'm excited Ridiculous. for that. Ridiculous, I know, dude. Same. Yeah, because I, I just I can imagine like the way that she would draw oh. lines down there. You know what I mean? All the girls are gonna blow up there, I reckon. Yeah. Was it cool? Carissa is gonna be sick there too. You'll you'll find out who the good surfers are. Oh, I especially who, at a wave like yeah. that. Well, you, every year, J Bay sorts them out. I reckon every yeah. single year you. All the boys and the girls go. Oh, well, the girls haven't been there, but every single year the boys go to J Bay. It sorts a good surface from the bad surface because they, you look who knows how to read a wave. Yeah, and you're just given so much time yeah. on the wave to do your thing. And it's yeah, and most of you got everything you need and your yeah. wave. You got speed. It, it's a yeah. perfect. So you're going fast yeah. the whole time, yeah. but you have to like your timing. Yeah. Everything yeah. has to be super it's on so, point. But, yeah, but also like not rushed. Like yeah, you know. Take yeah. your time. Yeah. yeah. You, Pick your sections. People, people rush. And yeah. You, it sorts the good and the bad out. Every yeah. year you go, well, that guy looked good like last comp. He looks shit at J-Bay. <laughs> and if you look shit at J-Bay, you're a shit surfer. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Definitely. Like if you, if you don't light it up at J-Bay, even if you lose your heat and you don't light it up. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. See ya. Go back to the CT. Yeah, have a look at yourself. <laughs> Did you surf um, J-Bay with Craig for his movie? Or who were you filming there with? Because that was sick. 
That was sick. It was pumping, J-Bay, too. It was yeah. sick. We went for a week. It was pumping. What was it like filming that movie with him? Because how many parts were you in? I just did that. I did that one part in J-Bay, and then we went down the south coast and did another one. Yeah. With Ock. It was sick. With oh, J-Bay. that's right. Yeah. We got pumping waves down there, too, so. Have you sick. seen uh, Ock doing his Ock cast? <laughs> Fucking classic, eh? He just stole that shit off me. Did he? Oh, well, you were doing Hoy Show for a while, eh? Kind of a cent. Fuck Mick Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> there was some dramas there, wasn't there? I hope you're listening. It's hard to get. <laughs> Look, mate, from a, from one filmer to another, it's hard to get good filmers. <laughs> I get fuck. Uh, what else are we talking about? How how is uh, <laughs> get over that one? No, I'm like, no, no, that that film was amazing to do with Nando's. It was sick. Yeah, what's and he been doing lately? He's just steezing around, just cruising. Yeah, being a fucking cool cat. I, I call them the former Quicksilver Riders. Oh yeah, is he doing a thing with um, yeah. former with Dane? Yeah, former. Yeah, former Quicksilver Riders. All of them. Yeah, <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> And they go, oh, 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 fuck. Sort of walk off. I'm like, yeah, but you are. <laughs> Should have just taken all their money, you fuckwits. <laughs> he got offered millions of dollars and they went, no, no, we're going to be former Quicksilver writers. And, oh, yeah, sweet, former. Because they're artists. And there they go, they're oh, creators. Yeah. yeah. you got to be respectful of the creative process. Well, they're not really. <laughs> they do what they do. They're doing their soul. Yeah. That's, I love it. I'm not writing them off. Like, yeah. They're doing what they want to do. And yeah. that's the coolest thing ever. Like, they don't need, like, I'm not saying anything. Well, some people just don't need millions of dollars. Yeah, well, exactly. And they're doing their own thing. And they've been individuals, which is the most amazing thing ever. I'm not writing them off at all. No, I know, I know. But I'm... It's fucking funny, so, man. It's pretty funny. No, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is what it is. What? Um, it's not even funny. It's like, that's what they did. Yeah. But they're being themselves, and I love that more than anything. you gotta, you got to be true to yourself. Yeah. What so now that you're like thrown into the tour, Mikey? Like, <laughs> did you do you have any idea of what to expect from now, or like, are you just fucking? I don't know. Like, I guess I only found out like a month or like a couple of weeks ago with yep. extra retirement and stuff. Like, heard rumors and that, but um, yeah, it's definitely nice. You know, not. I mean, I've been on the kiosk for a good couple of years and surfing. You know, not the best waves ever. So, the fact that I can actually like order good boards and you know try and like not focus, but just like try and surf good waves and like work on my surfing because the last couple of years I've just been trying to work on surfing the worst waves ever. Just you know? groveling sort yeah, of shit, yeah. You know, like for like sacrificing style and just trying to like you know surf really bad waves. But now I get actually get to surf some good waves and you know work on my surfing you know myself so looking forward to that did you do how was the qs process when you were coming up there was no qs so no, how did no. it work to get on tour back then you just put your money in the bank and got on tour there was, there <laughs> was that really how it worked? yeah it was trials and then main event that's it no qs when really I started. so yeah. there's no top 32 sort no, of no there was top 32 yeah there was a top 16 and how do they pick them Years before, yeah, yeah. So you just finished. So it was like an old fucking unlimited data oh, plan. If you just never, no, they couldn't get out. It was <laughs> so heavy. They they couldn't lose. Yeah, if fuck. you got seventeenth all year, you're still in. No shit. No, so they no. had the tops. Yeah, it was fucked up. 
So they had the top thirty, top sixteen, yeah, and then the back sixteen made the top thirty-two, and then they had uh, three rounds of trials right. before every event. Yeah, no so way. you just went in the trials and just battled your way through it, and then went to those guys. Yeah. If they didn't lose, they didn't lose. Fuck, that's and gnarly. it was so hard to beat them too. It was gnarly. Really? Yeah. But then, I guess at least you're in good waves though, right? No. Fuck no. Oh, no? A 20 minute heat's best four waves. It was oh, yeah, fucked. Okay. Oh, right. Oh, it went yeah. from... The contest used to go Wednesday to Sunday no matter what. Oh, so they didn't do like that's the waiting we, period. We're like a fucking band. That's why we got so fucked up. Because <laughs> like, like, go there Wednesday to Sunday, get on the piss. Whenever you lost, everyone was on it. And that's what happened. We, and then you moved to the next event. You had to travel to wherever you were going. There was no social media. There was no maps. We just we had a map. We went to Europe. Never even been to Europe in my whole life. Just went. Oh, where did we go? Got off the got off the plane in in um fuck. Where were we? In I don't know. In France. I had no clue where we we're going. I just went <laughs> bought a map and went. Oh, we're gonna go there tomorrow. The comps on tomorrow. Slept in. We used to sleep in like tents on the beach and just in our cars, and we had nothing. If we had, if the boys won the comp or did well in the comp, they would all share the money and just go, "Well, let's go to the next one. We'd be sweet." It was nothing like these motherfuckers have got it now. <laughs> back in Not, my day. Back in fucking my day. <laughs> <laughs> no, no but I mean it's got a, it's got a like no, it, it has changed. Like it's crazy. Well, it's I now, think all the social media and the everything you got it's just changed everything about everything really it's not just about service it's about the whole world that's changed but yeah we it was gnarly i stayed in a tent on the beach in uh in england what's it called there that nuki nuki yeah <laughs> i never went back i went fuck that i ain't got that <laughs> i love it had massive seagulls too yeah the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking huge it's like what the fuck they're like fucking six foot seagulls. Oh, shit. Don't even you, mate. No, fuck, that's what it looked like. Oh, they were fucking huge seagulls. That's all I remember. And, and, and people just doing bad shit, but I never went back. We stayed in a tent at the beach, all of us. Just had no accommodation, got there. Drove down there and just stayed at, like, and then woke up the next. I bought it. I still got it. Bought a leather jacket and a pair of Doc Martens boots. Still got both of them <laughs> from that year, 1989. And, but slept, I had them on and slept in a tent at the comp on the beach, surfed in the next heat in the morning. Well, yeah, wetsuits just dog shit back then, too. Yeah, it was like a fucking straitjacket. <laughs> <laughs> So I just imagine like I'm oh, cold in I'm cold in a good wedding these days. You know what I mean? Oh, it's fucking loose shit. <laughs> but no, we, no, oh yeah, the wetsuits are fucked. Yeah, that's what I mean. No, right. I was with O'Neill then, so the wetsuits are probably pretty good. Yeah, right. Because yeah, they, you know, they actually work. Yeah, because they knew how to make weddies. Um, would Every you, other company didn't know. Oh, Rip Curl, but they all just went in the wedding industry. Yeah. Up. Did you uh, would like? Would you rather be on tour now or still have had that experience of back then? Fucking Wade were on tour now. Fuck that. Why? Just because it's just too fucking serious now? Couldn't fucking do what I did. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, yeah, right. Couldn't do what all of us did. There's no way I'd like to be on tour now. Yeah. No chance. So was there... I'd like the money. Yeah, the money, yeah. But fuck, who cares? I did. We had the best time of our lives. So was there ever a point when you were on tour that you were like focused on winning a world title or it just wasn't even in the equation? 
<laughs> chance. <laughs> I had fucking Kelly Slater. Yeah, okay. He ruled my era. Well, I had Tom Curran yep. at the start and like Tom Curran and all those boys, the suburbs. I was, and Martin Potter won 1989, my first year on tour. And he rock and rolled the fuck out of it. It was so cool. Because everyone said, like, oh, it's the only, only guy that, you know, that never won a world title. And he focused that year and did. I watched it. And that was my first year on tour. And I went, fuck, that's what you're going to do. And he had a hell time, but he focused and did it. Yeah. That was his mission to win a world title that year. And I, that was my first year on tour. So I was like, oh, fuck, all right. We can, you can do that and do that. Yeah, you, know, you can do both and have a hell time and, and win. I was like, all right, sweet, let's go. And I was, yeah, that sort of made it like that. But there's no way I'd like to be on tour now. Yeah. Like, mate, we had the best time ever. Who was in your finals, final at Bells? Yeah, well, that, yeah, let's, yeah, we've got to talk about the Bells <laughs> win. I want another beer, please. Fuck it. <laughs> it's Friday, <laughs> Arvo. What's that? I'm drunk. Um, I'm yeah, good. what what year did you ring the bell, mate? Why don't you like talking about it? What do you mean? You don't like talking about ringing the bell? Well, yeah, I do. Yeah, you told me today you never surf bells <laughs> in the car. <laughs> 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 I was not. Oh, I was tripping off. But <laughs> I can't believe he. I, I was going. I've never surfed bells. He went. Oh, really? Man, he was losing it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you don't know your history. <laughs> <laughs> So Mikey's about to get an education. That was like, really? <laughs> really, bro? <laughs> uh, so what year did you win? How was it? For a phone a friend. Phone a friend, yeah. Mikey Feb, what year did I win? Oh, I'm still learning. <laughs> 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 Wait, we give him a break. He's from South Africa. That's a fucking long way away, man. Oh. South Africa's a long way away from anything. It is. It's hard. <laughs> but it's good. It is good. Keep it that way. Yeah. Less people. Well, it's getting there, but less crowds. It's good, though. Yeah. See, it's a, like you, I heard you say it's a lot like Australia, isn't it? Oh, it's so similar. Yeah. I mean, besides cricket and rugby, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty similar. Like, the waves... Yeah, people. the climate, everything. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Like literally every little place you go, you can kind of yeah, relate yeah. to something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How's it getting back there now of a lot of people are sketched out to go to South Africa? Like, is it is it one of those places? Because like I got friends that go to Mexico all the time and they're like half the people you speak to are like, fuck, don't ever go to Mexico. <laughs> you'll get your fucking head cut off. And then half the people are like, mate, go to Mexico. It's the best shit you'll ever do in your life. So like from a dude that grew up in South Africa, is it, which one is it? Oh, it's the best place ever. Yeah, it's right. It's so good. It's cheap. It's so many good waves, little people. I mean, they are sketchy places, but you just don't go there. It's kind of like everywhere though, eh? Yeah, literally like everywhere. But I guess this is like sketchy the places in fucking Newcastle, like where Hoyle lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's mellow. I mean, fuck. like I mean, there's so many tourists that come there now, but I mean, you just don't have to go to those bad places. Yeah, yeah, it's mellow though. I mean, yeah. just gotta. Just sa- like you said, same as everywhere. Yeah, sketchy places everywhere. Yeah, you, we could probably drive thirty minutes from here and be into some weird shit. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Not even. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's some weird shit going on, <laughs> on the beach at times <laughs> down here. Exactly, sketchy people everywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. Oh, I reckon and it's, South Africa is amazing. 
Yeah. And it's a lot like, they, the culture is a lot like Australian culture too. Definitely. Well, you know, well, when we, we're like them, because yeah. it's sick though. Oh. I had the best time there. I got some of the best friends ever. They were the best waves. Had amazing times there. South Africa is sick. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I think um, we're supposed to be going for Christmas this year. So, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, so I'm pretty pretty keen to go Maddie's check that out. I think, are you not, Maddie's not going, why? Oh, boys on <laughs> boys on tour. That's right. We spoke about that last podcast. Boys on tour. Boys gets weird. What goes on tour stays on tour. That's it. Um, hoy, Bell's Beach. Let's go back to your win. Mikey's got to know. I've got to know. I don't know shit. He's going to see it. He's going to go down there and compete. So he's going to see my name on the wall, on the stairs going oh, down. Oh yeah, they got oh, the stairs. Fuck, he did surf here. <laughs> <laughs> he told me he'd never been here. <laughs> Never been there in my life. Tell me about that event, mate. I'm cu- I am curious to know. Oh, you know what happened at that, that event? Um, Oc won the skins, so that's what that '97 thing's all about. What's that? They mean? didn't even know. They didn't even know I won the comp. It's all about Oc winning the skins that year. What's <laughs> the skins? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the same year. What, what's, what's the, the skins? skins? Oh, the skins was an event that you uh, win a heat and you stay out there and win five grand a heat. Oh, it's yeah. Pretty funny. So I won the comp, won the bell, best shit I've ever done in my whole life. Best shit of it. That's all I want to do. Yeah, I, mean, right. I, I knew I was never good enough to be a world champion, but all I want to do is win a bell. I won one in 1989 for the trials, which is and I've the only one that's ever got a bell for the trials. And, and the actual event. Yeah. yeah no right. one's ever got a bell for the trials. I got a bell. Oh, yeah. Except my mum. She... I tried to get it back. She says no. <laughs> and then, like, 97, I was like, I had a good event up here at the Billabong Pro, and I got third, and I was like, fuck, I want to roll here. So then went to Bells, Leighton Bells, and then uh, I ended up winning. I thought I was going to win at the start. Really? Yeah. I thought I had an inkling. I was, I was like, fuck, I want to roll here. What was different? Oh, nothing was different just a feeling yeah I, I don't know I, I, we did a couple of promo tours with Quicksilver and I went and saw these bells they had these big bells everywhere and I was like fuck I think I'm gonna win <laughs> <laughs> and then it, 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 what, what, what went on it was like went through the event whatever and then I knew I was gonna win the last day I was like I, no one's beat me today I was just had it I, I don't know I, just, I didn't care yeah all right that. I was cruising. I was going to say what I was doing, but I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) People don't need to hear it. But yeah, I was just cruising. I had the day. I was like, fuck, I'm on today. And it just happened that day. And I went through the day. I think um, I beat Shane Doran, then Taylor Taylor Knox, Shane Doran, then Damon Harbin in the final. Yep. And Damon Harbin is my nemesis. He's... First year on tour, he beat me seven times in a row. <laughs> like, just hammered me. He's nah, he's legend though. I love him. And then, yeah, and then I just knew I had it. And they gave me a big belt. I've got the only big belt too. You know the ones they they ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, those. Yeah, I've got the only one. And I don't know if I should have it, <laughs> but I just took it. Because <laughs> I think they give you that one to like ring and go, yeah, yeah this is a perpetual one. Yeah. yeah, but they give you the little one. But I just went, just chucked it in the carry on. I'm going home with this, and I'm the only one. Pot's come to my house. Martin Potter come to my house. Went the fuck? 
I said, yeah, that's what they gave me winning bells. I went, look at my little shit bell. I went, fuck, <laughs> Unlucky, bro. I oh, know, unlucky, bro. So I got the... I got the Were you surfing one of your dad's boards then? Yeah. So I you, surfed all my dad's boards, every contest win, besides one in Brazil. Yeah, All my right. dad's boards, yeah. So that's got to be fucking rad to win Bells Beach on a board your dad made you. Oh, it's amazing. My dad's not even... He's a, like, perfectionist, but he's not a professional surfboard shaper. He just does it for fun. Yeah. And he only shapes for... He only used to shape for me and him. Yeah, so right. The bar everyone. Because Jake, uh, Jake Paddo won J-Bay on one of my dad's boards too that yeah. he shaped, which is pretty sick. It's Jake Patterson Snake Tails. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was going to... Like, I'm trying to get him on here as yeah, well. Yeah, he's <laughs> froth and he's... Yeah, because I've been following him on Instagram forever. And because uh, he's like mad into golf as well. Yeah. So I was like, dude, come on the podcast and talk about golf. But yeah, like that's got to be, uh, there's probably not that many dudes that can say they want a, a CT on a, your dad, like their Luke, dad's Luke did. And, and Geordie has as well. Do you know, that? Maybe Geordie like a world, world Games or something like that. Yeah. But I don't know about a CT. Yeah, yeah right. I think he's maybe writing them now. Is he dad's boys? Oh, just everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Luke, Luke Egan would have. On his dad's. So you, was you and Luke like super tight when you were growing up? Like, is he part of the reason you sort of got on tour, you reckon? Or A hundred percent. So how did that whole deal work? Well, I was doing all the, like, because uh, what you had to do in Australia, you had to win like the state titles, go to the Australian titles, go to the world titles. That was the thing to go on a professional tour. That's the only, the, the lead into it. Yeah. And I did shit. In the Australian titles I win the state titles go, Yeah it's all good We're going to win And I got last And then Aussie titles To go to the world titles And then Luke just went Fuck that What are you doing Let's have a go at this First year Yeah Finished 36 maybe First year Yeah But Luke was the one Who just did it He said You know what Fuck the fucking amateur shit You can make money And do this Just have yeah. a go And I went Alright sweet like I didn't know and he went I'll, I'll get you sponsor he hurt me out with Get No Neil and I was sponsored by Mambo back then which was pretty sick yeah, yeah. that's sick oh, I was so sick me Dad, and Matty used to rock some Mambo back in the day mate of course Dare Jennings and and Brad Ladkin were the coolest mate I used to do with the, the, the owner yeah and he went whatever you want mate I'll give you whatever you want just go yeah it was right. so cool so 1989 I was sponsored by by Mambo and, and O'Neill and they and Luke just went go mate come on just have a go would you like, yeah. And, I, yeah, and it worked and that was yeah, the rest is history and like <laughs> just set up 10 years of doing the doing the yeah and having a hell time yeah so how many dudes were trying to get on the world tour back then you reckon well you could just get on that's but that's, the thing. Yeah, but that's what I mean so like but how many dudes were actually trying to do it because, like, now, what would you say? Like, how many oh, people yeah. would be trying oh, to qualify? So many. Like, yeah. thousands and thousands. Literally, like, thousands, I think. Yeah. I mean, even when I was back in the day to get into, like, a six-star or something, when I started, I just literally just entered and got in. But now you have to do, like, one thousands and whatever, and it's hectic. Yeah, you've got to make the top 100, right? It takes you a couple of years to get into, like, the ten thousands, yeah. and then fucking, yeah, it's hectic. So we just entered back then that's, there was, that's there was, a fucking trip so 30 there was probably so many surfers now 128 surfers there was that's it and you could enter whatever we wanted to yeah just pay your money get in have just a entry for here the world yeah. tour 
But pay pay the ASP fees and whatever. Yeah. Some events it was harder to get into than others because there was where you, wherever you went mm. in the world. But yeah, so like pipe and stuff like that. Yeah, would yeah, be harder. yeah. But could you if, you if you're on tour, you had a rating. Same sort of thing though. They had if you're rated just less people. Yeah, just less people. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Could you actively watch surf culture change? Because like you probably were in that era where surfing went like. Because you know there's some stuff like... I'm trying to think of an example of like... Me. Someone goes like, is there a world tour for that? Like wakeboarding would be a good example. Like there'd be people that would go like, well, that's oh, can I you said. be a professional wakeboarder? So like the era that you were in was the era where it was still like, oh, is there a surfing world tour? But now there's no one like... If you're in the Western world, like you don't not know about the professional surfing tour you might not know that it's called the wsl or whatever you might not know who john john is but you know there's a world championship so you would have started in the era where people would have not known that there was a world championship and then end in an era where everybody knows i think i think they knew before us you reckon yeah because they used to be on telly yeah right like the coke classic was live on on channel nine on yeah, a Sunday okay. other. So it is maybe in Australia though, but yeah. not the world. Yeah. Australia, 100%, they knew way before. Because, yeah, like the, the surf uh, convenue was live on MEN on Sunday other. Same with the Coke Classic. So they knew in Australia, but maybe not the world. Yeah, okay. Australia always knew. And then our era sort of went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> They had no. They had Kelly. Yeah. Because all the world champs before were all Australians. Yeah. Right. Before Kelly came, then he won eleven in a row. What? what Fucking whatever he did. So was there world champs from Hawaii or anything before Kelly, no. or it was just all like who was the first Hawaiian world champ? Derek Ho. Oh right. Yeah. So it was all. It was super Aussie dominated back then. Yeah. Well, uh, Tom Curran. Yep. And then all Aussies. I'm pretty sure. Because Tom won three, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah, all Aussies. And then Derek Ho won in 91, maybe. Sean Thompson. No, it was Sean at the start, yeah. yeah. But all Aussies. Yeah. Crazy. Pretty much. They all won. <laughs> Multiple ones, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and like I don't know the history either. I but you could, no, no, that's <laughs> but you could, but you could, like you would, <laughs> but you would have watched uh, that. What, what I'm trying to say is, like you would have watched surfing culture change. Oh, 100 percent. I watched it go from a nothing sport to a million dollar sport. Yeah, in ten years, the 90s was like a, it, the 90s was the grunge era. Yeah, Nirvana, you know, all the music, everything about it was like fuck we're not going to be like that we're not going to be like this yeah but then it changed like everyone went oh we're out of the grunge era yeah like, let's, let's let's move on from that and what I saw yeah Kelly's changed it 100% did it so, almost like I guess was there a future in the way it's staying the way it was though or like you know what I mean like did it have I think, to change I, I think the surf industry should have just Try to be themselves, yeah. Instead of trying to be Nike or, or like every other sport, yeah, yeah. Just went into like the whole sport yeah. bracket, yeah, know? yeah. But I think like there's shit that I mean, if you were to make an argument of that, it's like with you know Facebook and stuff. Then we all would have gone like, fuck. We probably just should have never used Facebook. 
but it happens and it's like it's almost like you can't fight it so then it's like you sort of think like does it just have to change like is shit just has to go a different way and then out of that then stems these little countercultures and and think you know you see that free surf era like because was there a free surf era before kelly came in and made it super corporate or do you think that in the way kelly was even responsible for the whole free surfing thing i think Gerb was one he was brad gerlach yep he um he finished second in the world maybe went i'm not doing this anymore i'm going free surfing he was one of the first ones to do it and where, who was was that in that kelly era that was before that okay the kelly era was, they were all professionals mate all all they wanted to do is win they had the the, the what were they called the fucking, i forget what they called oh, it fucking shits me anyway what's that <laughs> jimmy's all his mates like an entourage well no they come on and just oh spread. that uh what do they call that the um not next gen what are they gonna nah, yeah I know what you're talking about the um the Taylor Steele generation yeah. momentum or, Mo, no, was it momentum perfect. momentum generation come on and thought they were the fucking coolest kids in the fucking world <laughs> they're fucking unbelievable service they just come on and thought they ruled and we're like fuck off and they still think they rule I don't give a fuck what they think I like them but fuck off <laughs> <laughs> hope you're hearing this <laughs> well it's not it's not out yet mate um what else i wrote some shit down the momentum generation is that and what they, and they, and no and they you know why it happened because taylor Steele just made them famous yeah right they just put video 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 made them famous we we didn't get video clips yep. we were just still doing the tour and doing the best we could and there was no social media there was magazines coming out a month later it was with the results of the comp. Yep. There was none of that. But Taylor Steele just made him famous, pretty much. Yeah, right. Made them all famous. And then in a way, though, like, Kai Neville sort of did that with... Yeah. That's what... Exactly, that's, yeah. Yeah. What was that? Like, Lost Atlas and, and that whole sort of crew. It was crazy that um, Owen was sort of a part of that. Like, because Owen was a big part of Lost Atlas. And he was like stuck out like a sore thumb in those movies because he had all like the sponsors on his board and all that stuff but he was like the dude that was shredding the hardest in that movie there was like Dusty Payne was in that and all those yeah yeah, all those dudes are in it but yeah then you had Owen he he seemed like he never really got tempted out of um, what did you look up up to me yeah what was your I'll be dead honest like I didn't we didn't get much like you know in South Africa so I was watching kind of pretty much just all the world tour events and like momentum and stuff like that and like i said earlier like i'm still finding out a lot more now and kind of learning you know like i'm a little bit older i'm not like it's not like australia where you kind of get everything it's saturated yeah yeah and then now that i've like stepped out of just home kind of like you know kind of learning about the history and the past and you know like people like you and stuff and yeah so it's just like it's nice because you know it's like I'm super obviously like obsessed with surfing so you get to you know learn about you know guys like you and you know so never surf bells in my life bro freaking <laughs> <laughs> shit out like that yeah <laughs> that's cool to stitch up <laughs> that's a matter way to stitch up no it's got to be like it's I guess it's got to be refreshing for the tour to come on and not like because I feel like you look at a dude like um, the Coffin Brothers like you just they're 
expected to be on the tour from when yeah. they're like 13 or Karoa Iganasha or whatever. <laughs> like you're sort of looking at that kid from when he's 13 and it's like he's, you know he's going to be on tour. So it's like it's almost like he's not a breath of fresh air when he gets there because it's like, oh, well, it's just his, this is his year that he's supposed to be on tour. So, and Kolohe is probably a bit like that, but with you, it's like, it's like totally fucking random. Like, I've only <laughs> just seen that. You just showed me an Instagram of you surf. I've never seen you surf. You're on the world tour. Yeah. So, like, there's not many dudes come in and are that unknown to people. And I'm sure to the industry, you're not unknown, but to the general public, it's like you're not this grommy that's been destined for the tour your whole life. Oh, definitely. I mean, obviously, when you grow up, that's what you want to do, you know? Like, when you're watching all the surf movies and stuff, and especially for us, like all we saw was the world tour so there wasn't any other option i guess you know you grow up and you're like okay cool that's like naturally that's what's gonna happen like that's what i'm gonna try and do and all that and um but yeah i don't know i guess it's just the countries and stuff that are you know not like australia and america and maybe brazil you don't really expect to have those guys like yeah you know like Kanoa and Kaloa and stuff they have the spotlight on them like yeah. from young so you kind of just like okay cool you expect it you know like nothing less and I guess it's the same for them but um, yeah I don't know I just from South Africa you know the surf industry is not that big so you kind of the only way to make money or just keep surfing which is what you want to do is yeah. to have to you have to do the QS and um, so that's naturally just what I've you know was expected to do and um luckily it turned out this way yeah yeah it turned out fucking sick yeah. really yeah fucking 100 percent that's the best shit ever <laughs> what have you just got to get out of here yeah, six. what have you just got to do no we're all right fuck it what no, have you just got to do drink piss i got nothing to do i got shit to do it it's all good i don't no. really give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> are we going or are we stopping mate Go again. We'll go for a little bit more. Oh, well, what time is it? Uh, it's 5.48. All right. We've got to go. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, appreciate your time. <laughs> We've drunk. <laughs> fucking bit of beers. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie's losing it. <laughs> Matt always a fucking terror. <laughs> we knew that... This pod, Matt, this podcast was exactly how I thought it would go. You're a fucking terror. You're a legend. And we love you. Chase, thanks for having us, mate. No, it's a pleasure. Well, I, didn't awesome, really have, I guess Maddie had all of us. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have us. <laughs> and Mikey, I'm gonna watch yourself, mate. I'm gonna go on that heat on demand shit. And I'm gonna <laughs> Please fucking don't do that. What's the last one? Please tell what's the last one. What's your uh, what's your what's your Instagrams and all that shit so people can find you? Oh, it's just Mikey February. Mikey February. Yeah, pretty much just on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. that's it, eh? Mikey February. Dope. like the month yeah and then at Matt Hoy 666 the fucking legend the man <laughs> himself and then don't forget this podcast was sponsored by Dreaded go on to dreaded.com and buy some of that shit goes directly into Matt Hoy's VB fund so he can continue telling fucking epic stories to the world fuck yeah <laughs> alright thanks for listening everybody thanks for watching <laughs>